You're listening to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Now, here's Justin Fielder, Derek Stafford, and Tyler Schaefer. Hello and welcome to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Justin here along with the cousins, Derek and Tyler. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Husker CuzCast for all podcast updates and more. It is our signing day episode two. Uh... The springtime, February? I don't know. What, what are we calling this, guys? Uh, it used to be just regular signing day. Now there's two of them. What, what do they call this? Signing day part two? Does it have a name? February signing be, period? It's got it's got to be late signing period, right? Because the other that, one's early. Is that what they call it? I don't know. I don't know. Just either. national signing day. The other one's the early signing day. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just Every time I see it, I always get reminiscent of the good old You'd wake up yeah. on this day, and it was all day, like, who's going to sign? Yes or no? What's going to happen? Used to be I used exciting. To vac- I, I, I used to take vacation on this day. Wow. I... <laughs> you didn't take vacation. You called in sick, and it was like, I have diarrhea. <laughs> I'm going to watch ESPNU all day. <laughs> well, Nebraska, they finished their second signing day, their late signing day, their February signing day. Uh, signed five uh, recruits yesterday. Uh, we'll talk about him briefly. A wide receiver, Demetrius Bell from Tennessee. He was kind of like the headline of it. He was a four-star from Rivals and uh, on three. Uh, another wide receiver, Jeremiah Charles from Arlington, who's a three-star. We also got a, another player from Arlington, Texas, tight end Ismael Smith-Flores, three-star. And I guess... These guys were really attributed to our new tight end coach, which is Bob Wager or Bob Wager. <laughs> I'm hearing Bob Wager now. So, uh, defensive lineman Sua Lafoto, California, uh, from California, three star, and a cornerback from Colorado, DeAndre Barnes, also a three star. Uh, Tyler, what did you think about these uh, signees here? Recruits. I will say that the, on face value, it is not the most uh, star-studded ending of a signing period I've ever seen. Um, but also, um, if if he thinks that they're they're worthy, if these are the kids in his high school, his area that he knew, he's like, man, I, I really think they've got D one potential. I mean, I, I, mean I, I who better to know and judge the right guys to bring on a program than the guy who's been coaching all these. So I. I think there's probably a little bit of a higher potential for some diamonds in the rough ending than probably a lot of times um, that may appear on face value. Derek, your thoughts? Well, I mean, it sure isn't enough to get you excited, but but I'm, but I'm with you, Tyler. Like this, this guy knows talent. He's been around talent his whole career, coaching in high school in Texas. I, I I'm with you. Who better to trust? But as far as looking at it as a fan, it's not a whole lot to get excited about. Uh, Demetrius Bell, I think, is a good a good one to get excited about. But those two from Arlington, I don't, I'm not so sure about. Well, with these five, uh, and signing day is now over for 2023, uh, in the rankings, where are we in the rankings? Well, 24-7 has us 24th in the nation, 5th in the Big Ten. Rivals also has us. 24th in the nation, 4th in the Big Ten, 
and on three has us ranked 29 in the nation and fifth in the Big Ten. So pretty decent. Uh, Tyler, uh, you missed our you were not on our uh, signing day episode one. So what are your thoughts here on the this recruiting class, Matt Rule's first recruiting class? I mean, I there was the, I was really psyched about the Matt Rule hire. Uh, I think he's a really good hire. I think if I was pointing to a couple things I was concerned about on that list, probably would have been recruiting. I'm not going to say that this is like completely eliminated all my fears, but not even counting what I think he's doing with Rayola, which I think he's hitting it out of the park with you there. I think this was a really good put together class. Um, we've, we've seen other coaches come in, Mike Riley cycle too um so it's not unprecedented at nebraska but again it i don't think you should just completely take it for granted um what he's um i think he's got a lot of guys got a lot of new looks and, and the coaches are out working um so yeah i i mean i don't see this exceeded what my expectations were derek uh i I told you guys I thought we need, we thought we needed to get to a top thirty class to begin with, uh, and, he, and he got there. I, I, so I would say he met my expectations. I don't know if I'd say he exceeded them, but he, he definitely met them. Yeah, I mean, with what he did in two months is truly remarkable for, especially com- considering where we were in the rankings before all this, right? And where we ended, I, I'm pleased with this class. There's a lot of guys. And when I say a lot of guys, there's a lot of freaking guys. There's 103 scholarship players right now. Uh, so we're 18 over the limit. Uh, this entire class between recruits and transfers, there were 28 recruits signed and 11 transfers. 39 new bodies to this roster. So when you look at all these bodies, Tyler, and uh, 39 do you expect every one of these recruits and transfers that were signed under Matt Rule in this class to be part of the fall roster? No chance. I, I actually got into a debate on Twitter on this, and I'm not the most active, but I, I think that is just an obvious statement. So the, there's two elements of it. One, in today's college football, like kids transfer for no reason at all. And a lot of these kids probably didn't even have Nebraska on their radar a month ago or two months ago, and all of a sudden they're committed. So there's a very big possibility these kids just won't want to be here. They'll want to go somewhere else. And and secondly, I also think that I trust my role. I think he's a genuine dude. And it, it, it's impossible for me to believe that these 39 guys are the best guys on the team. I mean, they're, they're all going to be on that top half and none of them are going to be on the bottom so when you it just and I, I think he's going to do best what Nebraska. he isn't going to push out all of scott's guys and all of mickey's guys i think he's gonna try to make it welcome so you know i i don't expect 10 of them to leave but yeah do i think two three four yeah i think that's undoubtedly gonna happen what about you derek what do you think i i'm, I'm in total agreement with tyler on this uh really hate to do that because i don't like to agree with him very often but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to remember, you got to remember the old motto, Nebraska. It's not for everyone. So, <laughs> some of some of these freshmen are going to come here. They're going to spend the summer here and decide they don't really like it here. 
It's, it's going to happen. It happened under Frost. I mean, it happened under Riley. It's it, and it's becoming more and more the norm. I mean, with a transfer portal now, it's just so easy to leave. So there's no, yeah, there, I, when you're bringing in 39 guys, I just can't see, uh, especially when you've got 18 guys, you got to get out of the off the roster. I can't see thir- all 39 of these guys. We're just working out right, right off the bat. Well, imagine if you're a wide receiver that was signed that signed in December of last year, you know, and uh, now after after everything's said and done. What what happened to that room? Well, Matt Rule brings back Xavier Betts and IGC to the room, and then he goes out yesterday and he signs two more wide receivers. So there's six incoming freshmen wide receivers, uh, and that doesn't count like you know Josh Fleeks was the transfer and Billy Kemp that transferred in, and I mean, I don't know. Where what category Xavier Betts and IGC they fall under, but those are four other guys that weren't expected to be part of this roster that are now. So I would not be shocked if one of those dudes or two of those dudes are like, you know what? There's a there's a lot of bodies here. I think I might go somewhere else because I didn't really sign up for all of this here. I don't know. There's just a lot of bodies, 16 wide receivers. And we're going to talk about these position groups here quick, but that's what really jumps off the page at me. So, uh, yeah, I, I see a bare minimum two players uh, leaving. So uh, I, I'm with you guys. I, 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 don't, I don't think there's 10 guys that leave, but two or three guys, yeah, absolutely. I see that in a heartbeat. But you know what? It, it's becoming it's, the normal no college football now. You know, it is. players don't stay around. I can see some of these incoming freshmen leave. The, the transfers, I find it hard to believe that they're going to leave because right. you only get the one free transfer. But but as far as the freshmen go, yeah, I mean, you're going to be so buried on that depth chart. And, and wide receivers, a position where a lot of times these wide receivers come in, and kind of expect to maybe have a shot to play. Yep. So we've talked about the number of scholarships that uh, we have right now. 103 current scholarships. We need to get down to 85. So how do we do that? And what position groups do you think we can shed some players? And how many from those position groups? So uh, just we'll, we'll talk about it like in an overall terms real quick before we go down, talk about the positions. And what we did is we used the on three scholarship distribution chart as the position group. So if it sounds goofy, blame on three. But overall, I mean, Tyler, what what do you think is the strategy here to like to eliminate people? It's like a survivor right now. It's like a you know, voting people off the island and I don't know, it's it's yeah, a lot I, of people. If I'm not rule, I'm looking at this in three grade. You're looking at this. Um, I, I am looking at who who is going to contribute in 2023, who is the most likelihood to contribute long term, and who is the best culture guy. Um, you know, th- there there's a lot of things Matt Rule is going to want to change, and a lot of things he needs to change from previous regime. And who's on board with that vision? Um, I think those are the three criteria. Outside of that, then you got to look at um, there's guys that were recruited under Frost and Mickey. Um, 
that were not expected to play this uh, Marcus Satterfield and, and the amount of three three five. So how do these guys fit is probably to me a secondary element, but yeah, I think that that's the criteria that that's going to have to look at. I agree, Derek. Yeah, I, again, Tyler said it best. Uh, I don't have much to add to that. I think Tyler hit it or hit it right on. Yeah. What's interesting about what you said there is what uh, Matt Rule said in his presser yesterday is like, you know, some of these guys that are in their current positions, they may not be playing that position come spring, come fall. Once they evaluate, you know, he's he has a history of moving guys around to find the right fits for them. So, and I I think it's interesting. So one of the things back when Scott was here is he got his roster so big and there was that the, the debate and kind of conversation back and forth is, is that a good idea? Is it not a good idea? I mean, I, and we saw Scott sometimes struggle with that. We saw Mickey and the the reps. It'll be interesting how, how the staff evaluates and how quickly they can see all these kids and actually know, Oh yeah, you know what? You actually should be a fullback instead of a running back or tight end, or you shouldn't be a nickelback. You should be a safety. Like you should be a tight end. You should be a center. Like, yeah, exactly. And yeah, it'll be interesting. That that worked out. That That one worked out. All right. Well, I mean, I'll I'll disagree with you a little bit on that one, Tyler, because you talk about Scott Frost building up the size of the roster, but Jesus Christ, Matt Rule's got the, the scholarships up to 103. That's not counting any walk-ons. I think he was talking about the physical size, right? Yeah, like these six foot nine offensive oh, no. linemen. The, the, the numbers, the numbers. That Scott Frost had. Like oh, with, with all walk-ons. the walk-ons, he yeah. was one of like a, he wanted one hundred and fifty people or whatever it was, and yeah. But we got to have a hundred more than one hundred and fifty people on this roster. I would think right so. Yeah, we have one hundred and three just on scholarship. Yeah. I, I agree. It, I, I, that's what I said. So, I mean, Matt Rule's not doing anything to change what Scott Frost did. No, I, I guess my point was that a lot of people, well, I think it went back and forth. I think there were two camps. Some people liked that strategy under Scott. Some people thought it was ridiculous. And I, I, I mean, I, my point was more, if you thought it was a ridiculous strategy, we haven't gotten away from it. At least yeah. not, not spring of 2020. Maybe long term, that's not the big thing. Yeah. Well, let's uh, look at this these uh, position groups here, where uh, where all the numbers are, and let's talk about if there's a position which position groups can shed some people. So right now, quarterback is six people. Can we get rid of one or two? None? Or what do you what say, you Tyler? I think one. I think one's the right number to lose there. I I I agree, Derek. I agree. I, I would I would go with one. Uh, two wouldn't break my heart, but I'd rather see just one. Yeah. Uh, what about that running back room? There's six current on scholarship. Tyler? I don't think you can lose any of that room. Derek? Agreed. I, that, that room's about probably about where you want it, I think. So I'm going with one. And the reason I'm going with one in this room is the emergence of, well, if A.J. Allen, if he comes back healthy, that guy, he's just a redshirt freshman. And you got to think that, I mean, if he's the same A.J. Allen that we saw last year, he's going to be chewing up a lot of reps. So if you're a sophomore or junior uh, or even another redshirt freshman that's on that roster, A.J. Allen isn't going away. So 
is your should you go somewhere else if you really want to get on the field and play, or are you going to be happy with three snaps? So I think here's here's where I'll disagree with you. Injuries happen so frequently to, to running backs that it's hard to leave because you're one play away from getting in the game. You are, but I mean. Uh, I, I wouldn't be heartbroken if we lost one running back, but. I just think we will. I, I And maybe we will, but I would like to see us keep all six of those guys. All right, uh, wide receiver room. There are 16 now on the roster. This was a <laughs> this was a position group that before signing day, it looked pretty damn weak. But now there's a lot of dudes there. Tyler. I think you got to lose three out of this room. Three. Okay. Derek. I, I think you can lose five guys out of this room. I could even go six. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I, I I wrote down five, but I would not be shocked with six. Uh, last year, we had 10 scholarship players on uh, at wide receiver. Uh, we have 16, so if you get rid of five, that's 11. One more. And, and the, part of the reason why I think it's low is while I do think we're going to lose guys, if you go down this roster, there were nine. Nine of these guys are new. In two of them are returning starters. In three, possibly if you count Tom Hill as a starter since he started one game. I mean, it's, so it's either like you start going down that's like, well, how many of these new guys are we really going to get rid of? It's just, and, and you look at like the guys that aren't new, like uh, Bonner. Like Bonner is as good a recruit, if you talk about talent wise, as anyone besides Coleman on this roster. But, but Tyler, I think you hit it on it earlier. And the fact that they're wanting to focus so much on the run. And when you're focusing that much on the run, why do you need 16 wide receivers? Oh, you need 13. <laughs> I agree with you. 16 is ridiculous, but 13, there's the number. All right. Well, uh, in this exercise, we're trying to trim 18. So I'm kind of curious where uh, you're going to be cutting some fat there, uh, Tyler. So let's move on to tight end here. Uh, there's eight on scholarship right now. Go for it, Tyler. Um, the, the, the big part is I think that this is a really unproven room. So I think you kind of want to carry a little bit more when you don't really know. And I also think this is a really good candidate. Um, potentially some of these guys may be moving to a whole other um, And what I expect Satterfield's offense, I think, could be used a little bit. So I, I do think this is a room you probably want to be a little bit heavier. So I think seven. So losing one is where I would hope it's just Derek? This was one that I, I tended to disagree with a lot of people on. And the fact that everybody said we had to bring in a tight end transfer. Uh, I, I get the unproven thing. I, I I do understand that, but that room was already pretty full, and I I think you need to get rid of probably at least two tight ends. Yeah, I I have three. I don't I don't think we need eight. I think there's three guys. There's a couple of guys that are obvious to me that uh, that you know when all the musical chairs are once that the song stops uh, playing, I, there's not going to be I chairs say, for them. And I, and I would say you could move you could move two of them out and still move one one or two to fullback. I 
I, I just don't see the need for eight for eight tight ends. I mean, yeah. at most, you're going to use two of them. Well, especially, so you have seven tight ends that are sophomore or younger, right? And two of those guys, between Eric Gilbert and Thomas Fedoni, I mean, playing time is going to be tough to get behind those guys, right? And so if people, and if those guys have three more years to play, I mean, it comes back down to uh, what I was getting at at running back. I'm like, are you going to stick around and hoping somebody gets hurt or hoping that you excel beyond the skill set of that person? I mean, it, it's going to be tough. I mean, uh, there's enough bodies there to battle. Yeah, especially when you're talking about two uh, damn near five-star tight ends, yeah. like two of the top tight ends coming out of high school. Yeah, I think I think we're pretty set at tight end, you know, barring injuries. And and even if there are injuries, I think with the the guys that we have there, I mean, the top five, some pretty good guys, right? I would have definitely been on the higher. Brinton would have came back for another year. I think. I mean, him being a really good walk on. Um, yeah, I think that would have probably ended up a little bit for me. But yeah, good points, guys. All right, let's talk about offensive line. There's 15. Uh, offensive lineman, and you heard Matt Rules talk about it in his presser yesterday. He he wants to carry sixteen. That's yeah. what he would like to carry for scholarship offensive lineman. So, wh- what do you think, Tyler? Yeah. So this is another kind of hedge. Um, one and two guys for me. I I, I end up going to two. I think lineman's a really good position for walk-ons to actually contribute. Nebraska's had pretty good luck historically of finding those guys. And this is also just kind of a step of like, there's some guys on this in this room. I'm just not kids or, or dogs. Um, so I, I think this is a position, maybe not necessarily a necessity. I just think this might be a position where going back to who do you think is really going to contribute long term? I, I think that there's probably kind of a work in progress with a few of these guys, and a couple of these guys just I, I just don't think have the dog in them. Derek. Uh, I, I went with one just because I, I was really looking for a, another guy to get rid of. But I I, I agree with uh, Rule. I think you need 15, 16 guys on, in this room. Uh, but if you're going to get rid of one or two, I think you need to start looking at the transfer portal and find some more guys to come in. Like, I'm okay if you get rid of a few guys, but if you get rid of a few guys, I think you need to look for some transfers. Yeah, you have to upgrade that at that position for sure, and I think there's uh, there's some opportunities uh, where you can up, uh, upgrade. But I don't, I, and I don't know if I said this, but I, I went with one. So I, I wrote down one as well. Uh, I would not be shocked if uh, two people go, but uh, yeah, one. All right, defensive line, Tyler. I went with one. Um, I think this right now heading into fall is. Um, again, it's going to get really weird with where everyone shakes out on the lineup. So I know we're going to talk about edge. Maybe some guys go up there. That makes it a little bit stronger. But I can move one there. Derek? I, I went with none on this one. I, that room, like, to me, is already thin the way it is. I don't think you can really afford to lose too many more guys. And, and Again, unless you can bring in another guy or two. But I, I think this is a situation where if you lose any D-line, you're going to have to go – after the transfer portal and get a few more in. Yeah. I have zero as well. Uh, that's that's a very thin room right there, and we're going to need some rotation. Uh, 
I wouldn't be shocked if Nash. Uh, I don't think he'll transfer, but I wouldn't be shocked if uh, they push him over onto the offensive line. You know, maybe give him a whirl there. But overall, I mean, I, I agree with you, Derek. It, it's it seems pretty thin, and I'd probably be worried if we lost a guy out of there to the transfer portal. Uh, all right, this is where it gets tricky here. So. Uh, the way on three does it, they have linebacker, edge, and then nickel, cornerback, and safety. Uh, so keep in mind that there's five more position groups here on defense that we're going to have to be talking about. So let's just talk about linebacker. There are eight linebackers on scholarship now. How many can we shed, Tyler? I had two. Um, I, I think you're looking at, I think a lot of this has to come down, and I think you're looking at two of them. Uh, Reimer and Henrik. Um, I think they're going to take a lot of snaps. Um, again, when you start looking at where these edge guys fit in, um, I, I, I just think that you have two guys that are going to play a lot of snaps, and I think this is definitely a position maybe you can lose two guys on. Derek? I, I went with one on this. I, 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 just, I, I don't know. I struggle to want to see any of these guys leave, but I, I, but there it is. It's a little full, so I, I can do away with one. But I think two, maybe. But I think you get a little thin if you get rid of two. Yeah, I just uh, I just think that one will uh, be removed from competition here at linebacker. Two could happen. Two could happen. I mean, I was, oh, it could. I, it, I, I was making the case in my head for a lot of these uh, position groups, but yeah, uh, I, I'm rolling with one. Uh, this is an interesting group here, the edge. How is the edge going to fit in in this defense? Uh, until we see this defense, I, I just don't know. The three three five and but uh, I don't know. Tanner, what do you, what are your thoughts? I had two out of this room, and and again, this was a room that was tough for me because a lot of these guys I really. Um, I, I do think this is where, what I talked about earlier, comes down to scheme. And I do wonder if a couple of these guys get schemed out. I mean, are they, are they able to play that 3-3 three, three linebacker? Are they able to get big enough to go up front? I mean, yeah. I mean it, it's, I mean, again, when you're talking edge and they're 3-3-5, three, three, there's two rooms they're going to go into in the end of the day. Like, they're either going to go to the linebacker room or they're going to go to the line room. There isn't going to be this edge And so I, I, I almost went three, but just the, the pure number of talent I liked in this room kind of kept it down to two. Okay. Uh, Derek. I, Tyler, again, I think you're crazy. Out of, the, all, out of the eight guys that we have, the staff added five of them. I, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. I don't. I, I just don't think you're shedding there. I, I got. I got one guy leaving. I, I obviously they have a plan for these for these for these edges. I just can't see where you're getting rid of them. So I, I'd say one. I think there's a good possibility of one guy leaving, but I think it, I, I'd hate to see more than one if they if they have that that good of a plan for these edges. I wrote down one as well, but. I mean, I just don't know how this edge position is really going to pan out in this defense. I don't know. I don't know what this looks like yet. But, uh, okay. Uh, 
Moving on to nickel, uh, we have three people listed at nickel. Tyler, what did you do? Yeah, I mean, this is going to kind of play into the next few positions. I, I left this one alone. I, I like this room. I like the guys in it. Um, you know, I don't. I'm, it's not crazy. Safety or corner is going to move over to nickel, and it's not crazy. I think the nickels are going to move over to safety. Um, I think this kind of came down to where I felt the talent was on this room. I, I kind of left it alone. Okay. Derek? Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't have anybody transfer. There's only three guys listed. It's hard to imagine you're going to run one of those guys out. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. Uh, I saw I saw the names that are listed at nickel. I was like, I don't think that these guys uh, are, would transfer. I think they're here for the long haul. All right, we let's move to cornerback. There are 11 scholarship players at cornerback. Tyler. I, I want three there. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I think, again, room kind of full, a lot of people. Um, yeah, I think I, I think the challenge is you have four seniors. I mean, you have 13 seniors on this roster, and four of them are at corner. Um, again, can some move to nickel? Possibly, but I just think this is a position where you got some grad transfer options for these kids. It's a little bit easier maybe for a couple of these kids to go find a spot if they're not playing. Um, I think it's kind of logical, but this might be a spot that has some decent nutrition. Derek? I, I think 11 is an absolute absurd number of cornerbacks to have. This is even worse than the 16 wide receivers to me. Uh, I, I got four guys leaving. I, wow. It's just so full. I don't. I don't know why you're going to have two playing at a time. If you get rid of four, you still have three. Three guys that are three depth or three strings on a depth chart, and plus one guy. So I. I, I don't see why you need much more than that. I, I. I think it's a good spot to get rid of some guys. Is this a fair assessment? Uh, like talking about the seniors in that cornerback class outside of Quentin Newsom, is this the most lackluster? Senior group you've you've seen at Nebraska in a long time. I don't it's know. A good possibility. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I will say this: I I do have high hope for Omar Brown. Still, I think he's a guy that I still have more hope for. He was in a weird position. He moved around a lot. But is it kind of like your Omar Manning thing that you just kind of strung Omar Manning along for as long as he's been here? I mean, and it just. I mean, if you get. I mean, This is going to be the hard part this spring. Is we're going to lose at least eight guys, yeah. and it, it's going to be like there's going to be some dark days on Twitter because I'll tell you this: it isn't going to be the bottom eighteen guys in whatever mythical equation it, yeah. you have it. Like it's not going to be that. So there's going to be people you're like, man, I thought this person was going to pan out, and that's maybe Omar Brown is that guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't that. that Parallel between him and Omar Manning is maybe apt. I mean, he's only been here one year, to be fair to Brown, I guess. So, okay, uh, I have two people leaving out of this room, but yeah, it's it is getting pretty tight in there. Uh, the four young guys that were brought in, I mean, I can't imagine that they will be in the conversation at all, but. Uh, or conversation to play this year. 
Yeah, I, I think two of those guys will leave. Safety, there's a lot of safeties too. Nine safeties. Of course, you know, with uh, a three-three-five, you know, we're, there's going to be a little bit more opportunities to get in on that backfield. But uh, how many are you shedding out of the safety position, Tyler? I went three. Um, hey. Yeah. Wow. So, so basically, my summary was between nickel, corner, and safety. I have six leading. Um, that that leaves you with seventeen, uh, five starters, and you still. I mean, that's that's still a lot of DBs on the roster. Um, it was kind of that. So, I, that yeah, the so three safeties, three corners, and three safeties. Okay, I can buy that. I mean, we're we're not too far off on assessment there, Tyler. Right? I got I got six of them leaving too, but I I got I got two safeties leaving, but again I had four cornerbacks. Yeah, leaving. it's just so, matter. But I I I say get them both down to seven. I think it's a good fair number. Yeah. Get yourself three strings and maybe an extra guy, just in case of some injuries. But okay. I just don't see when, when there's only two on the field at a time. I just don't see much of a reason to have more than seven guys out there or on your roster. I have uh, two leaving as well. And final position group, special teams. We have four special teams personnel on scholarship. That's got to be a record for Nebraska, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I mean, I, I have zero trading. Um, I, I really wanted to put one because I think it is asinine to have four. But the elephant in the room, is we have a scholarship long snapper that we just brought in. And it's not like he's – I can't think of like, anybody out. Like, I, I, I just – I don't know. I, I can't imagine him not being a starter. So why would he leave if he's going to start? I mean, so, uh, yeah, I, I've i got zero attributing there. Okay. Derek? I, I have one. Uh There was one that wasn't very impressive last year. I could see leaving. Yeah, it's the same one. I mean, we're, we're talking about the same guy here. Uh, I can't see us carrying two kickers, and I think Tristan Alvano is going to be the future, so that kind of narrows it down. Uh, I, I was as low on You can only have one kicker, and, and unless you're hoping for an injury. I mean, there's no reason to keep two kickers on scholarship agree with that i mean i think that the i mean is is a true freshman is he ready for the stage i mean obviously we saw what he did making the big game field goal and that changed the whole thing on him and he's obviously ended up a pretty high kicker recruit um i don't know i thought bleak road played well not crazy i mean it's certainly not crazy to think that one of them will leave so yeah well, if you listen to Ed Foley, you know, he, he spoke the other day. I mean, he's he's high on Alvano, and he checks all the boxes that he's looking for a kicker and talking about pressure. And this guy's demonstrated he can kick under pressure, so that's something to look for. So anyway, uh, we'll see how this shakes out uh, after spring ball. Uh, I wrote down all of our picks so we can reflect upon this uh, after spring ball, see how close or how far off we were. Yeah, and just and just a reminder, people, don't freak out when these guys start leaving. Like we have to shed these scholarships. Yeah. So when we lose eighteen guys, don't start freaking out and thinking the sky is falling because we're losing all these guys. I would not be shocked if we lost over twenty after spring ball. 
It wouldn't shock me. Well, I, think, I, don't, I, I think they'll make room for another transfer or two. Well, I think that's a good question. It's like after, I mean, I know I think this is where we're going next, but where do we still need, I apologize for hijacking, but where do we go next? Like if we have to add any more transfers, what is that room? Can I go first? Yeah. I got three position groups where we should add a transfer. Offensive line, offensive line, and offensive line. I would say defensive line. Yeah. I'm okay with our defensive line. I really am. I think I think offensive line. I think we need to upgrade some talent there. Yeah, I mean, I I would. I'm with you, Derek. I think I would pick. Honestly, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying I wouldn't pick up a, an offensive lineman too if I could. But I I think right now, looking at where your where your scholarship distribution is, uh, defensive lines were. Um, my biggest concern is. I still have hope for a couple of these. I mean, I, I know there's like, I was down on a couple of these guys in this room when I was talking about it, but like, there's also a lot of these guys that I, I am high on. And I, I do think that like, I know it's not popular to play true freshmen, but this isn't the 90s anymore. That does happen. You brought in five offensive linemen this cycle. Like, I, I mean, I, I, I like the guys I brought in in that position in particular. Like, to me, D-line's the one. I, I'm at this point now that, like, maybe I'm still, like, just falling in love with all the recruits we brought in over the years. Like, it is it is hard for me to be like, yeah, let's get rid of 20 guys so we can bring in a couple more. Because I think unless you're bringing in a undoubted, this is a guy who's who started, he's played, like, that hasn't been what we brought in. This, that, I mean, how many guys were true like home run transfers that we brought in this year? Yeah. Well, we're about to talk about them. Uh, but we didn't, we didn't bring in a Trey Paul. I, I mean, not on paper. We well, didn't I bring mean, in. I, I don't Mathis. know. So I think the way that Trey Palmer ended the season was a high note. But coming in, I mean, he did not have. The stats coming in, coming from LSU. Okay. Sure, he was high on there, but he wasn't a guy. He might have headlined that class, I, but it wasn't like a star stud. I, I will tell you this much. I would have loved to see Trey Palmer return some punts under Ed Foley. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, but maybe Trey Palmer was the right. We didn't bring in an Ochon Mathis. We didn't bring, right. bring in an all-conference type player or a Casey Thompson who led the Big 12 in passing. Like, there you like go. The, the names we brought in, so maybe Trey like, yeah, I mean, they're... No, it's fair. I mean, Jeff Sims, maybe, but I, but he wasn't really all-conference or all-American all, all, all American by no. stretch of imagination. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he was a damn good quarterback for what he was doing. But 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 I see where, where you're coming from, Tyler, and I'm not disagreeing. I guess that. that's the thing, is if we're going to bring in any more transfers at this point, like, if you're telling me, like, hey, you have to cut another guy off the roster, like, I'm like, okay... I don't want another. I don't. It's not fair to name names, but like, it's not fair to bring in another development. Like, you need to bring in a guy that's a yeah. pure fire starter. Any more Absolutely. And so, you brought in your development. You want a guy guys. that's going to contribute yeah, immediately, you know, especially when you miss uh, learning curve. I'll I'll, I'll 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 bring in a name. You don't want to bring in another Hood. Yeah. And it's nothing against Hood. Hood, I think, will be a damn good offensive lineman in time, but he's probably not a guy that's going to come in and start right off the bat. And, and again, especially missing the spring, like the development time is even lower at that point. Like, 
So yeah, I I, I want to see what these coaches do. That, that, that's my general take. Because there's not really a, if I had to pick one, it would be D line. But there's really not another position group. I'm like, yeah, we're short on talent. Like there's running back. I think six is the right number, and uh, nickel, which like you can easily move those. But you did cut a defensive lineman. I, I again, I wouldn't bring one in. If I had, oh, okay. To, if I had to, I would. I mean, that uh, one position group. I'd be like, yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's set. You kind of. We already did kind of segue into the transfers a little bit. So let's talk about these transfers uh, and who do you think could start next year? If I were to set the over under on the eleven transfers that start next year at four and a half. Would you be over or under, Derek? I would go over. Over. I, and to be to be clear, we're adding Marco Ortiz in there, right? Yes. De- definitely over then. Definitely over. Tyler? I'm gonna go over. Over? Okay. Yeah. I'll go over slightly. Uh god dang, you know, I I, sh- I really should have set that over under at five and a half because I probably would have been under. <laughs> Oh, you well. would have? Okay. Well, I was just trying to mix it up here instead I, of all I, this I going over. I probably still over. Well, let's talk about these guys. So, uh, 11 transfers, and let's uh, grade them on likely, possible, or no for not being a starter. So, the first one, offensive tackle, uh, Jacob Hood, your guy, Derek. Uh, no, I, I, I get it. And there's nothing against him. I'm not trying to poo-poo on him or say anything bad about him. I just, from everything I'm reading, it sounds like he's a developmental guy and needs to come in and get, get just get developed. And it's going to take time to do that. I don't see him seeing a lot of playing time, yet alone starting. Tyler. I am too. That's all three of us there. Uh, tight end Eric Gilbert. I, I say likely. I, I think there's a good shot at this guy starting. Tyler. Real possible. I, I mean, I, I'm a big Fedoni guy. I think he's obviously coming back from injuries, but like right now, I have him as kind of the one A guy. Um, Gilbert's my one B, so I think they're both good trivia and probably be a company. I probably give them edge. Okay, I went with likely there as well. Edge M J Sherman, Derek. Uh, I, I'm gonna go likely on this one. We lost both of our edge guys. Uh, He's now our most senior edge guy. Uh, I, I, he's a, he, he's a big recruit. I, I I think this is a great transfer from Nebraska. I think it's a good. I think he's a very good shot at starting. Tyler, I'm gonna go possible. Uh, I think he translates to that linebacker spot. And as I kind of referred to, I think there's one spot open. Um, I think Reimer and Henrik are the two guys, and I think there's one spot, and there's a lot of people fighting for that, and so. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think, but I definitely the key is in that mix of guys. Yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a po- I I wrote down possible, but it, I mean it's damn near probable. I mean, you know, Derek, you alluding it, alluded you alluded to it with uh, losing Garrett Nelson and O'Shawn Mathis, and you know, if you want to ke- uh, consider Caleb Tanner playing that little edge position or outside linebacker edge, I mean, I think this guy's in there. In that 
role, but uh, get off this. I, I if if we were still in last year's defense, I would totally be blind. Like again, we're gonna be in a different defense this year where we're not having that edge position. This guy's backer, or unless you think he's gonna go up the D line. Again, Matt Rule and and even. White has come out and said that they're not necessarily sticking with a three-three-five. We're all assuming he's, he's running this three-three-five, but they're going to run it to the talent that they have. Yeah, I that's just thought that's fair. That, that's why I really want to know what this defense really looks like this spring, and, and we may not even really know. And, I, and, and, and to be honest with you, I, I don't know how well a three-three-five is going to work in the Big Ten. So I think you're going to see a lot more uh, front guys than what they're than what the three-three-five would normally have. TCU stopped Michigan. Did they? No, they didn't. <laughs> For a quarter. They won, though. Yeah, Say this, I, I am not, I don't know if a 3 3 5 can't work. Right, so, I mean, like, we we ran a... I'm not saying it can't work. Yeah. But I, I just, it doesn't seem likely that it's going to work to me. All right, wide receiver Billy Kemp. Derek. I, I'm going to go likely again. I This guy was one of our better wide receiver transfers that we got in. He was, uh, you know, uh, I believe the all-time Virginia uh, receiving leader. Uh, so he's proven himself in Division One. I, I I think it's a good, very good shot this guy's starting. Tyler? Really? Okay. I, I think that, um, I think, I mean, there, there's, I think there's two spots, I think, of, Washington and Brown, are, I'm assuming they both stick around their starting. There's one other spot, and I think that he is right there with Coleman as the guy that's going to get it. Okay. I, I have it as uh, possible. Uh, I think Washington, uh, I think Betts, I think he's going to stick around. I think Malachi Coleman uh, gets a start. Uh, but, again, possible. Wouldn't be shocked. But, uh, Offensive tackle, or I, don't, I guess that's how it was written in uh, two four seven, po- center. I guess Ben Scott, Derek. Uh, I'm just gonna go guaranteed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wise Tyler. Uh, well, that wasn't an option, Derek. So uh, you automatically <laughs> lose the game since uh, you don't. Answer. No, it, it's a, it's likely. Yeah, very likely. Defensive lineman Elijah Judy, Derek. I think there's a good possibility. I, I, but I'll put him at, po- at probable or possible. I won't put him quite to likely, but I think there's a good shot. He's good. He gets a good. I, I don't know if he'll start, but I think he'll get a lot of playing time. Tyler. Wow. I mean, I think again, a little bit of the talent in this room. Um, I, I think when you start looking at some of the competition, um, like I don't really know who to trust. Um, and again, I'm having a hard time with a lot of these. And in my head, we're running a three-three-five. If we were in a four-two or something different, then probably more in the pro- uh, possible uh, situation. But I think under a three-three-five, the way I that he is. Uh, White has ran in the past. I think it's uh, likely. I have it as possible. I mean, uh, I think there's 
there's definitely a good shot that he has to do it because we are, there's not a lot of defensive linemen, so you just have to beat out a couple of them, right? <laughs> and so uh, I just don't – I think he's on the outside looking in at this point, but uh, very possible. Wide receiver Josh Fleeks. Derek. Well, I'm going to quote the flight tower and Top Gun best and say negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is slow. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't see much of a shot for this guy. I, it's probably unfair of me to say that. I don't know much about him, but it, this was a guy that we picked up, and I was kind of like, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But uh, Tyler, maybe he's in. If it, this was getting playing time, he'd probably be possible for me. But I, I as a starter, no, I just very, very fuck nay, <laughs> fuck nay. I'm a fuck nay also. Quarterback Jeff Sims. I feel like I'll I have to explain back. that joke now, Tyler. Yeah, you're good. I, I think we have to now. We just said it. Okay, so the the way that we were going to do this segment was not going to be. Likely, possible, or no. It was going to be yay, fuck nay, or maybe. <laughs> and we, we were like, that's probably not going to be You're like, that's, that's pretty stupid. Yeah. But. We could literally hear <laughs> unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Like, yeah, probably not that one. It was funny to us. And, but. and, and, and the, the, we heard crickets, and it was like, yeah, crickets in February probably ain't a good sign. <laughs> Whenever something's this funny to us, it's usually a sign that this. Yeah, is, it's, it's probably not funny. Not funny. All right, but you have, still had to bring up the FNA. All right, quarterback Jeff Sims, Derek. Uh, I have him as likely. Uh, nothing, nothing against Casey Thompson. I love Casey Thompson, but with missing spring, I just I, I think it's a little too much to overcome. Uh, plus, the staff loves Jeff Sims. I, I just I'm going. Pretty likely that Jeff Sims is starting. Tyler, go possible. Um, you know, it, there are two different systems last year. I, I think Casey Thompson last year was a better quarterback than Jeff Sims. What does that mean for what Matt Rule wants to do here? Probably almost nothing, and also the health issue with it. So he, Jeff Sims is clearly in the mix, but it's. it's yeah, I think one guy was definitely better last year than the other. And that guy I think is better is not at least in that conversation as a really strong. I, I honestly think this is the best case for the answer of Jeff Sims is impossible. I, I also want to add before sorry to interrupt you before you go, Justin. I also want to add the fact they really want to get the quarterback run going. And Jeff Sims is way more likely to be playing that position oh, you know, to, 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 me, to me than Casey Thompson. Bring in Logan. Maybe Logan has a shot at this after all. You also want a threat of throwing the ball downfield. <laughs> I'm going to pick on. I'm not going to pick. This is February. No, no time to pick on other guys that can't throw the ball down the field. <laughs> I can't throw the ball down the field, so I guess I should pick on myself, right? Uh, I, I went with likely with Jeff Sims. There's a couple of reasons, you know. Casey Thompson sitting out at spring ball. and But the real big thing is the way that Matt Rule was speaking glowingly of the reasons why he brought in uh, Jeff Sims to Nebraska. I mean, it, it was almost like, you know, uh, something 
is going to, or Jeff Sims will have to screw up not to get the job at this point. You know, it, I got the impression that his mind was pretty much sold on that's who he wants as his quarterback in the fall. And I think that's who he's going to go with. The ends of Casey Thompson starting is that when Casey's done after this year, it makes plenty of room for Rayola to start next year. There you go. You don't, you don't have to worry about incumbent starter. He slides right in. Slides right in. Cornerback uh, Corey Collier, Derek. Uh, well, the distribution chart has him as a safety, so I mean, I, I, was, I was supposed that he could probably play either. Um, I, I'm not in love with our safeties right now, and I, outside of maybe Miles Farmer, Buford did a good job, but I, I think there's room to I, for somebody to take get get a spot taken away. I'm going to put him as possible here. I, I, I'm i not going to put him as likely because I don't know enough about him. Uh, but, but I do think he's got a good po- – at least a possible shot of coming in and taking a spot. I went with unlikely. Um, I, I – you know, I hey, – now, now you lose because that wasn't one of the answers. I either, can't Jack remember has. the three choices. We changed it up last minute to be not idiots and <laughs> – it was just pl- it's just plain no. We didn't French it up with uh, <laughs> anything. Well, it's just I, a no. So yeah, I, I just I don't know if I see it. I mean, you know, he, he didn't play much last year. I mean, he's a, he's a retro freshman at Florida. I mean, he he played, I think he played in three games last year. He wasn't a high contributor. I just I've I've seen those guys come that were like high recruits. Wasn't that came in and year one did it? I mean. We've got a high recruit that hasn't played. No pull of games. Like, I mean, so, I mean, we've got guys like that. Tyree Johnson, we've got those guys already on this roster. So, I, I just, I don't know if I see him unseating. I think he's going to stick a safety. I don't think he's better than what we had. Like, I don't think he's going to be out Farmer or Buford. Okay. The, 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 the injury is, is a conservative Buford. Like, he talked about missing spring. It sounds like he's going to miss spring, too. So, I mean, like. I mean, there, there, there might be a window there. I just don't know if he is the number one guy to take that spot. So. I have him as a possible, and it's based off of the room. I mean, uh, Derek, what are, what are the games we love to play? You know, it's like uh, the serviceable. Is he just serviceable? And if you look at the safeties, I mean, are they are they players or are they serviceable? And I mean. I, I think Miles Farmer is a player. I I, I like Miles Farmer. I Buford, Buford I think is serviceable, and I Collier or Collier or whatever his name is, Collier? however you pronounce it. That's what I said, Collier. He's gonna have to change right. his name if that's not right because that sounds better. <laughs> and I thought Buford. I mean, for his first year playing, I thought he he had his moments. He had his moments, he and did. he also he had, had his moments. First year, I'm not, Again, he was. I'm not he, trying to take anything away from Buford. I mean, but he, he wasn't so mind-blowingly good. He wasn't Malcolm Hartsog that just came in and just, just impressed you. And, and Malcolm Hartsog had his failures, too. I get it. But he was a true freshman. But he was a true freshman. He was, he was intercepting the ball. He had good coverage skills. I, I, good tackling. And, and Buford wasn't that. I mean, he, he was serviceable to me. So I, I, think it's a, I think there's a spot to be taken if, if Collier is – up for it. And I 
I hate to say it, but like Noah Pullett Gates, I just don't see doing it. He didn't do it last year. Uh, yeah. I know there's I know there's some other guys in that room, but Singleton. they didn't do it last year. You got that Nicholas, Singleton. Got, Singleton's the one guy I think could could maybe get his name in the I, running. I too. also I mean not to go down this, but I also think that Nicholas spot with Wright and uh, Gifford is a really interesting battle. That it wouldn't shock me to see one of those guys go to safety when it's all said and done. Like it, I mean, there's a lot of guys in that second. Very. All right, let's Sorry. talk about Edge Chief Borders. Cool name. I'm, cool I'm, name. I'm, it's a great name. Great name. Uh, I, I just don't see it happening right now. I, maybe in time. Maybe he could get some playing time, but I, I don't see him starting by any stretch of imagination. So are you a no? No. No. Ooh, Tyler. No. Again, I, I mean, I I don't know as much about him. Maybe he does have the feet to get that 335 again. Don't know we're gonna run. I feel like this is a, with those edge guys is a really important point for how it's gonna shake. But I, I, I think right now he's a linebacker. That's where I lean him, and I just think there's one spot. Two guys I think are competing for that third linebacker spot. And he's not one of them. Yeah. So I, I looked at I tackled it a little bit different than you did. I uh, looked at what is existing out of that edge group that we have right now. The currently the eight people. And, you know, I think he's got as much shot as MJ Sherman does to uh, start. So I gave both of those guys possible. I just. I go back to the edge room. I... Yeah. So, like last year, like I thought we left spring and going in the fall feeling really good about Butler Gunnarsson. And I know they didn't really get that many snaps, but they did end up getting. Like I thought we felt for like depth. We felt, I felt really good about those two guys as like. Come 2023, those are going to be two damn good edge rushers. I assume you're talking about Butler's brother, Blaze. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. What did I say? Butler Gunnerson. Well, Butler and Blaze Gunnerson. Oh, okay. I thought you were calling him Butler Gunnerson. Uh, Jeremiah Butler and Blaze Gunnerson. Sorry, I was like, Tyler, you okay, butcher sorry. so many names, you don't even get the benefit of the doubt anymore. Traditional two edge guy like with Sherman and Border coming in, like I'm not convinced that they're beating up those two guys anyway. Like I think they might. Like, both of them, I just think that those are two guys that like I feel really like talking about guys that'd be really disappointed if left. Those two guys are in that bucket of guys like I want to see on the Huskers in 2023. No, I'm with you. I I, I want to see them stick around too, and I think they will. But I just don't think. I think there was still a big drop off from what we had at starting uh, at the edge position I mean, last year. When you get down to Butler and Gunnarsson, there there was a steep drop off, and it's not like we're replacing uh, or we're bringing in guys have never played before. I mean, these guys have been in the college boarders, football what, game. I mean, Sherman Sherman's he's played like a couple of special teams downs. Uh, he's 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 been in the college football game a while. Tyler, just for old sake, can we, can we get just one NASCAR package here? Oh God, Ooh. dude! I thought that was going away. Are we still are we still doing this NASCAR <laughs> shit? I like where your heads at, Derek. I like it. Change <laughs> right now. <laughs> Starting them all. We're going Ford pass rushers. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. Uh I don't think that 
that Blaze Gunnerson, Jamari Butler are lightning. Uh, I mean, I don't think they're that far ahead that they can't be up unseated. I think it's open competition there. I really I, do. I, I, I agree with you guys. I, I I tell you what, I'll be rooting for Blaze Gunnerson till the day I die. I, I, that kid's been phenomenal. To watch grow. But, but but I'm with you guys. Like he he hasn't proven anything as a starter. Hasn't been a starter, and he hasn't proven enough as a player to just sit here and go, oh, you know he's good. I mean, if Garrett Nelson had come back, you're going, okay, that guy's starting. And and Blaze Cunnerson's not that. Certainly not. I mean, he's just not. Again, Sherman and Borders were special team guys at their respective universities, and I mean that that's where I'm just like, I mean, I I just think this probably a little. I know you guys aren't doing that, but I think a lot of people knew is always better. A, a wise man named Barney Stinson said that. And I think that's a, that's Justin's life. Like I don't even know what you're saying. What what is this language you're speaking? You you, you never heard of the philosopher Barney Stinson? No. Is this like uh, he, one of the goofy TV shows you watch? Just, he's awesome. Just trust me and uh, look him up. Derek, do you know what he's it. talking about? Oh, just wait for it. Just, just moving on. Yes, I know who Barney Stinson is. Can't believe you don't know who Barney Stinson is. Is he a real person or is this like a TV show? It's a TV show. Ah, oh, goddamn! I I knew you didn't know anybody from history, Tyler. <laughs> who is this Barney Stinson guy? It's Neil Patrick Harris on How I Met Your Doobie Mother. Doogie Howser? You know who Doogie uh, Howser? We have to go back a little ways for Justin. Oh yeah, yeah. Got to go back to the '80s. Okay. Oh, I was that was his best role of all time. Forget Doogie Howser, Barney Stinson, baby. Yeah. Okay. And his number two is Harold and Kumar, playing himself. Yes. Yeah. He was he was good in that. I don't even know anyway. what's going on anymore. We got anyway, one more guy to talk about. Uh, long snapper Marco Ortiz. Do you guys just all want right. me to speak? On behalf of I, you? I, I, I'm going to say guaranteed again. And I'm going to also add that Ed Foley's job probably depends on Marco Ortiz starting. Because if you brought in a scholarship long snapper and he doesn't start, you have no business having a job anymore. You're talented. And I love Ed Foley. I love Ed Foley as much as anybody. But by God, if you bring in a scholarship long snapper and he can't beat out some walk-on kid... Your your I, your talent evaluation is not Yeah, it's it's not where we need it to be. Hey, being a scholarship long snapper, aren't you required to lead the team in most tackles on punt return or on punts? Aren't you no. required? I, I just I would beg any of our listeners, if we had any merch readily available, we would send it. But this is tell us how many teams in division one have a scholarship long snapper. Because I, I it wasn't like insane to think that you would have a walk on kicker. Like, I mean, like to have any special, like, like yeah, that's kind of a, yeah. But to have a long, I, I mean, mean, specialists have their own rating system. It's like, oh, he's a five star kicker. Riley, it's like, no, you're not. You're <laughs> didn't Mike Riley have a, a scholarship long snapper? First of all, that if that's a bar of a good decision, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's the bar. But I, I want to say I think pretty sure Mike Riley had a long, a long Did he, Wasn't it a transfer also from Florida? 
It might have been. I don't remember. But I'm pretty sure he had a scholarship long snapper. I mean, guys, this is this is this is insane. He's, he's a five star long snapper. It, again, along with the thing, if you can name our last five long snappers without looking it up, like I, I last two. If you can name five long snappers in Nebraska history. Like, Did we have a long snapper with the last name of Long? Not too long, long ago. <laughs> well, like, but uh, the thing is with me, I'm, I see what you did there. Oh, it's like a cornerback that like goes there, or is they like tight end that ends up. I used to work with a guy who was the long snapper at UTEP. Pull a lot of ass. What? What? It was it wasn't Barney Stinson, was it? Oh my god. Alright. Are we done here? Are we done? I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> Alright, guys, this has been fun. Uh great class of uh twenty twenty three. Can't wait for uh spring ball to start. Do you know spring ball has already started for one of the teams? I, I saw on Twitter like one one team's already doing spring ball. Isn't that nuts? In the South? I'm, it's a it's a smaller league, I know, or a smaller conference. I was like, but Justin probably wants that team in the playoffs. He loves his small school playoffs. So they're hey, going to head start. That's why they are going to win their conference, because they are starting their spring ball so early, they're going to get two spring pr- spring practices in. Hey, but when do we start? Just, Wait, is, we're, we're three weeks out? Or is it oh, mid-March? God. I don't. I thought it was like second week of March. I, I don't know, but baseball starts up in 15 days, boys. Husker baseball, 15 days. Hey. Get ready. Their mod- get excited. Yeah, Husker baseball, their motto is, we're not as shitty as the basketball team. Got <laughs> <laughs> it. We haven't really given a take. Is he our coach next year? It doesn't matter. I'm not watching this shit anymore. I, I think so. I've watched a lot of them. I, I think so. Injuries really derailed the team. I, I, it really did. He, he, they were playing some pretty good He derails the, the team, though. Out. He can't come up with a lineup. He start. I mean, it's just... It's Let's get all those guys get hurt. It's a mess. It's they. The whole team's been a mess under Hoiberg, and it's just like, I don't even care. There's so much better college basketball on. I, I absolutely would root for him to come back. I, I I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine with them coming back. I guess if they got rid of him, I'd be like, okay, whatever. But yeah. But but if you if you're asking which way I would lean, I would say bring him back. Fair enough. Oh. Tyler, what about you? I, I I would lean towards bringing him back. Um, I think I I think this team was playing. Like I, I think he had gotten the most out of. As he's gone, yeah, they've come up with some really good good wins this year. Yeah, right? and, and and injuries have just kind of. I mean, but also I think it's. I've said this before. It's Nebraska basketball. It's it's. Yeah, I mean, he got to double digit wins. I mean, that's like going you know four and eight for Nebraska football. No, it's, it's like, not. It's like going like six, six. Like Nebraska basketball, that's how low the bar is. You get double digit wins. <laughs> Nebraska no, basketball. No, 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 no. We're not even NIT or CBI. You're gonna have to win some games. Hey, I remember you running off ten miles, Justin. I never ran off ten miles. I love ten miles. I think 
I'm pretty sure you you personally fired Tim Miles. Hey, just like apparently since you know, we we just did the little the roster thing here. I'm the cutter for everything. <laughs> run off everyone. All right. Well, uh, special thanks to our pr- producer Connell Russell for putting this audio together for us. Be sure to follow the Husker Cuscast on Twitter at Husker Cuscast. Like us on Facebook. Look for episodes anywhere you get your podcasts. Hit that subscribe button and don't forget to rate and review. On behalf of Derek and Tyler, we want to thank everybody for listening. And as always, go Big Red. Mm-hmm.